Welcome to the Kinetic Seas Business AI Podcast, where we discuss using artificial intelligence in your business. My name is Ed Honor, and I am your host. In today's episode, we are going to talk about fact-checking large language models like ChatGPT or ChatGPT4 or Llama2 or whatever large language models you're using. We're going to talk about fact-checking them. Now, one of the things that is the biggest issues in large language models and GPTs is hallucinations and just coming up with false information when it generates whatever you're asking it to do. Now, there are a lot of ways, uh, there are a lot of really exotic things that people are doing to fact check their LLMs. There is a technology called retrieval augmented generation that is basically uh, uses a vector database to take the different facts that are coming out of your large language model and then augmenting it by querying a database to determine whether or not um, there is supporting evidence for this fact that was in whatever report you did. And these are these exotic different ways of fact-checking your LLM. But what I'm going to present today is just a much easier way of doing that where I'm just going to assume you're using either ChatGPT 3.5 or ChatGPT 4. And there's things that you can do in by representing the information that you get out of the LLM to make it fact-check itself. So now this is not good for citing sources. This still does not tell you where the information came from. So if you're doing a scientific paper where you really need to have footnotes and cite sources, this is not going to solve that problem. But if you're right, if you're using ChatGPT to do something and you do not want the embarrassment of it coming up with something totally incorrect and making a fool out of you, uh, this is a way to do that that just requires a little extra time and a little extra energy. And it, it is definitely something that can be automated. There are actually some Python libraries out there that will automate this process of, of fact-checking your large language model. But that's not actually what I'm going to do. I'm just going to walk through the algorithm. And you can figure out yourself if this is something that you want to automate. You can decide, you know, I, maybe I don't want to automate this, but this is just a process I'm going to go through in order to fact check my LLM to make sure that I'm not uh, doing something that is, uh, or I'm not presenting something that is really a bad idea. Because look, large language models are trained on large amounts of data. And the, the output of the large language model is only as good as the data that went into it. Now, there are things, there are certain things, like the one I love to use is Pluto. Is Pluto a planet or not? So if I asked ChatGPT to write a report, and I want this report to write a report about our solar system, and please list all of the planets, who discovered the planets, which planets have the most moons, and, and write that out in a report. Well, the large language model might get Pluto wrong. It might say, now Pluto, I guess, is now an exoplanet, but for years when I was growing up, Pluto was the ninth planet. Now Pluto is no longer a, a planet. And so there is a chance that an LLM, if uh, luck is not on your side, it is going to call Pluto a planet. The other thing is, is when we're talking about the moons, uh, they keep discovering new moons. I think at one point, 
it was Saturn, Jupiter, I thought, when I was growing up, had the most moons. Well, now they're finding all these moons around Saturn, and Saturn has the most moons. So depending on how the LLM was trained, you might get some really um, wild information. And the more obscure the thing that you're asking, the bigger chance is that the LLM isn't going to have the right data, and it's just going to hallucinate and give you something that you don't want. So I'm going to walk through a very simple process. Um, this is, you know, if you're using it to write reports for school, this is a good way to go about doing it. So step one, ask ChatGPT to do something for you. So in my case, I'm going to say, please write a report about the solar system and then talk about the moons, talk about who, dis who discovered each of the moons and who discovered each of the planets. So I, I write my nice, my, my nice request and ChatGPT comes back with it. Now, the next thing I want to do is I want to ask ChatGPT to list each of the facts and the assumptions that it made to get those facts. So basically, step one, it's going to write me a nice report. Now, I'm going to pass that report back in. Either if I'm using the API, I need to pass it back in. But if I'm using ChatGPT 4 or ChatGPT 3.5, it, it already knows what it just gave me because it's keeping track of the conference the conversation. So now I'm going to say, please list each of the facts and the assumptions that you made to get those facts. Because keep in mind, a lot of what the LLM is writing is just some cute little narrative that ties the whole thing together. We want a list of the facts. There are eight moons. These are what the moons are. These are who discovered the moons. And these are the assumptions that I use to get those things. So then it is going to, you're asking ChatGP to take that report that you wrote. Now list out, bullet point the facts. Now you're going to ask ChatGPT, are each of those facts correct and explain any fact that is not correct and why it's not correct. So what we're doing here is we're going to the large language model multiple times. So normally if you get a hallucination of some incorrect information, if you ask it again in a different way, each of the different things, it is going to tell you if it's wrong. Now, this is something if you use ChatGPT to write code, you run into a lot. And you run into a lot even with ChatGPT4. So I will ask it, you know, write me some C++ code that, let's say, does a SHA-256 hash on a string. That is actually something I asked it. And it might come back with a function that you're going to use, and then you try the function and it doesn't work. And you ask it this question, uh, this did not work, uh, and this is the error I got. It The second time through, it's going to say, oh, sometimes it actually apologizes, and then it will, it will correct it for you. It is very often wrong the first time, but when you challenge it, and in this case, for the report we're writing about the planets, what we're doing is we're challenging it. So we're asking it to write the report. Then we're asking it to list out the facts and its assumptions. Then we're asking it. Now, either we can either do it one at a time or we can do it as, um, as a group of facts. Um, I like doing it one at a time personally just so that when things do come back bad, you, you're, you're kind of forcing it to verify the one thing. So if it says Pluto is a planet, you say, you know, is Pluto a planet? And then it says, no, Pluto is not a planet. It's an exoplanet. So then it fixes it. 
So now after you've asked ChatGPT to do it, you've asked it to list its facts and assumptions, and you've asked it if the facts are correct, any of the facts that are not correct, you ask it to correct, and then you ask it to rewrite the report using the facts and the assumptions that it just made. So this is a, a way to fact check your LLM, get, the in, get your LLM to generate things properly without using external databases, re, without using some algorithms that are part of white papers that are really complicated and difficult to understand. It's a way for you to use ChatGPT or Llama 2 or whatever LLM you're using it's just a way to do that and make sure by prompting it properly that you're going to get the right results. And I have found this to be very, very effective. I've, I've also found some Python libraries that, that were written using Langchain that actually do this automatically. Um, I don't find it net necessary to do that unless I'm going to have it write a whole lot of stuff very often. But... From a fact-checking standpoint, this is really a good way, this is a good algorithm to, to get done what you need done. Now, in another podcast, I'm probably going to talk about retrieval augmented generation or Flare, which is another version of the same thing where it's a forward-looking algorithm where it kind of tries to check on the fly. Uh, the idea of, of citing sources is really a big deal. That's actually, I'm trying to do a lot of research myself, write some some functions, use some vector databases, and do some analytics to try to determine what the best way to have your um, LLM that can cite sources. Because it's definitely something that does not, um, LLMs don't do naturally. LLMs do not cite sources naturally. And I, and I do a lot of work. And I have a client that is, a, is very science-based and we have to cite sources. You can't just write science reports with an LLM and, and get away with the fact that you're you're just saying it's it's the a fact. You actually need to cite a source that verifies that fact. So that but that's for another top. That's for another day. That's another topic. This is a way just to get you through um, to more effectively use ChatGPT or whatever whatever LLM you are using. So thanks for listening, and I will see you next time.